Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony and I am your host. With over a decade in the local church, I care passionately about helping you connect with Jesus in an intimate and personal way. I believe that through intentional practices, we can change our relationship with Jesus, but we have to be willing to put in the work. So that's what we talk about here. We talk about putting in the work to help people follow Jesus. And today we're going to talk about one of the things that's super important in putting in the work, and that is your intentional community. So this episode is perfect for someone who's thinking about the people that they surround themselves with. They're thinking about the people in their life who were there for them, their intentional Christian community. If you like this episode, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify, and the highest compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend. So let's jump into today's topic, community. I'm going to be coming out of Mark chapter 2. We're going to look at verses 1 through 12. Mark chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. But first, let's start with a working definition of community. Because when I I think about community a lot, and I think that oftentimes we can get confused about what community is and what community isn't. Like, you know, I've got a football team that I help coach, and that's a community. You know, I've got a basketball team or a board that I'm on. All those things are community. But for the sake of this discussion, we're going to define community is the, are the people around you when you need them most, right? Community is defined for this purpose as the people around you when you need them most. I love uh, this quote from John Mark Comer. Our time is our life and our attention is the doorway to our hearts. Let me say it again. This quote from John Mark Comer, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Our time is our life, and our attention is the doorway to our hearts. What I love about this is because it reminds us that the attention that we give our community is the doorway to the heart in which we give our community. You see the connection there, right? So when we give attention to our community, or rather when we're intentional about our community, we give them access to our hearts. And yet, One of the things that's real for many of us is that struggling with community is all about the distractions in our life, right? Finding friends as an adult is hard. It's not like it was when I was 10, where I could just go up to someone and say, would you be my friend? Now it's really different because you've got kids and you've got jobs and you got kids and you got, you know, neighborhoods that are different and you got kids Right, and there are so many things. There are so many things that distract us from intentional community. But I think there are some really good examples in Scripture of the kind of community that we should be looking for. So today we're going to jump into the idea about who is your community? What do they bring to the table? We're going to do it by reading Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I'm reading out of the NIV, and it reads like this. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, 
They made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then they lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Verse 6. Now, some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is why they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. This is the word of God for the people of God. Okay, so let's jump into this. The first question that we have to ask ourselves as we read this idea is, who are your mat carriers? Who are your mat carriers? Who are the people that you're willing to trust to hold on to the corners of your mat and carry you to places that you can never get to on your own? Think about that. The mat carriers got on the mat. They put the paralyzed man on the mat, and then the paralyzed man trusted them that they would take them, that they would take him to a place he couldn't get to on your own. Who are the people in your life that are carrying you? Where are they taking you? What does it look like? Do you have people that you can call on when you're all by yourself and you need a lift emotionally, spiritually, physically? So that's the first question. Who are your mat carriers? The second question, equally important, what is their faith? That's right. What is their faith? Who is the mat carrier in your life and what is their faith? Why is this important? Look at verse five. When Jesus saw their faith, their faith, he said to the the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Friends, let me tell you that you need to find a community whose faith can heal your wounds. You need to find a community whose faith can heal your wounds wounds. They are the ones who made a way for the paralyzed man to be healed. They're the ones who did the work. They're the ones who owned the belief that Jesus can heal them. Find some mat carriers who have a big, bold enough faith that the only response is to take you closer to Jesus. The people who will give you the most amount of life are the people who could take you places that you could never go on your own, right? Find some people, find a community, be intentional about it and find them with big, bold, beautiful faith, right? So step one, find your mat carriers. Who are your mat carriers? Step two, establish, establish their faith, get to know their faith, interact with their faith, learn something from their faith. When you get on their mat that they're carrying, right? When you surrender to them to let them carry you, where are they taking you? Are they taking you closer to Jesus? Are they taking you further away from Jesus? All right, now the third part of this, if the first question is 
uh, who are your Mac carriers? And the second question is, what is their faith? The third question is, what are they focused on? What are they focused on? Check out what the gospel says in Mark 2, 6 and 7. It says, now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Now, here's what's interesting about this. The Pharisees, they ask this question after the miracles already happened. They ask this question after the miracles already happened. When Jesus forgives the man's sins, the miracle happened. The miracle happened. And yet, the Pharisees, the teacher of the law, they focused on the minutia and not the miracle. They focus on the minutia, not the miracle. We must, we must be focused on the miracle of Jesus. We must be united in the miracle of Jesus. When you think about your intentional community, be united in the miracle, not lost in the minutia. Friends, you've got people in your life right now who are stuck in the weeds, right? And the problem with being stuck in the weeds, and I've been there, I am prone to this, is that when you're stuck in the weeds, you can't see the miracle. And I don't know about you, but in my community, I need the miracle, right? I need the miracle of Jesus, the hope, the love, the faith. Psalm 133 says it like this, how good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in unity? That's beautiful. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. The people who will give you the most amount of life are the people who can never take you. The people who will give you the most amount of life are the people who will take you places you can never go on your own. Friends, this is not super complicated, but it does require a certain amount of work. This is one of the reasons why I'm such a big proponent of in-person worship because it gives you an opportunity to meet someone who can physically carry your mat. Look, I love the online virtual church, but you can't get somebody to carry your mat in that space. It's got to be intentional, right? It's, it's got to be physical. It's got to be incarnate, right? It's got to be people in the flesh. And so today I just want to remind you, look for your people. Look for your community. Be intentional about it. Dive into it. And remember the three things that we're looking for in a community. They need to be able to carry you. They need to be have big, bold faith. They need to be focused on the miracle. They need to be able to carry you. They need to have big faith. And they need to be focused on the miracle. Imagine how your life could be different if and when you find this community. And I don't know about you, but I think a great place to find this is in your local church. If you're looking for this kind of community, if you're ready to take the next step, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to take a minute and reach out to your pastor and say, Pastor, I'm looking for an intentional community with big faith that can carry me in the times that I'm struggling who are focused on the miracle of Jesus. I don't know much, but I know every pastor in America wants to help you do that. It's at the root of the gospel. Friends, 
I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful for our time together today that we get the opportunity to talk about the important stuff of intentional community. Do me a favor. If you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the Reclamation Podcast with Tony Miltenberger. It's an honor and a privilege to be with you. Share this episode with a friend. Maybe share it with one of your Matt Carriers. Get the word out about what God is doing in and through this platform. And remember, guys, if you want to follow Jesus, say it with me, you must be willing to move.